10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome, welcome everyone, and this is the 18 Wheels Talk Show Podcast, and I am your host, Professor Tori Wiley, and today it, we're doing another Black-Owned Business Month. We got our own girl, Freight Pushinay, the traveling doula, and she's going to be talking about her business. But as y'all know, I always got my favorite co-host in here all the time. Get up for that boy, Innovator. Yeah, boy. I got my girl, Lyric B, over there. Hey, beauty sentience. And we got Frey Pushinay, Frey Pushinay doing her thing today. Hey, hey, y'all. There. there you go. And Coach V always on the ones and twos. Give it up for my favorite podcast host all the time. What's up, y'all? How y'all been? Everything's all right. It's another Monday. I'm doing live from, guess where I'm at. I know y'all been here before. Seven South up. of the border. Ain't no 7 I was about to say, he at the Glizzy store? Uh, hey, he's he still calling fireworks. I am, I am at South of the border, and it looks like a ghost town around here. I know y'all used to go to South of the border when y'all was young uh, and, and come down here. You ain't never no. been to South of the Border? I don't think so. So can you tell me what it? I'm so green. I'm so green oh in a lot my of ways. God. I know. I mean, I'm so in a lot of ways. If you ever been on the road and traveling, you always know that South of the Border used to be the place where you used to go on the rides and get all the uh, uh, souvenirs. And it's on the South Carolina line. It's like it's like a kind of like little resort that sits on 95 on the South Carolina line. Well, and I'm trying to tell you, this place is gone resort. downhill. I never, so yeah, I don't have that experience. I am a strictly dickly islander. I'm a real deal, 100% green islander girl. I'm not about to sit here on this podcast today and tell people a lie. I am really a. I can't believe you ain't never been to the south of the border, though. Baby, listen, I am an islander. Tell them what you are. One more time. One more time. You gotta take a road trip. You gotta take a road trip. Hey, we're going to have to get her one of them bumper stickers and put her on indeed. her back. Yes, indeed. I'm not embarrassed. I'm not ashamed. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. It is what it is. I don't I'm, know nothing about that. Period. I'm love, love a boy's favorite truck stop. It's called Porky's. So, I'm saying this is your truck stop, brother. This place is, uh, I mean, well, there's nobody there. here. There's nobody here. I'm telling, I'm, now, nah, there's a few trucks out here at the truck stop, but. You know, they got an amusement park across the street. You know, they got the carousel and the miniature golf and the roller coaster. And I'm telling you, it's like an abandoned place. Hey, man. Ever since the state took it over, it just went downhill. So, mm. I, I don't know. Maybe they should just tear it down and just build a big-ass truck stop here. You know, they probably make more money. They just put Maybe they all somewhere riled up trying to, you know, talk about Trump or something. We don't know what's going on right now. Some, uh, well, they got a big ass sign say no FedEx trucks. They say no FedEx trucks. So I don't know what happened down here. But the FedEx trucks are not allowed to be here. Uh, so what's been going on with y'all, man? I know y'all been in the news and hearing everything, you know, poor Steve Harvey, poor Steve Harvey, poor Steve Harvey. But Steve I know said y'all wasn't know. true. 
What? What ain't true? What's going on with him and his yeah. wife? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Okay, yeah. so uh, so hit me, please. What's going on? I don't, right, what's right. going on? Are you sure you talking about what he said about when he was fishing? He was talking about a comment on Twitter about a comedian. I'm not no, talking about nah, the situation he, with him and his no, wife. No, he's talking about they saying with him and his wife. I had watched some earlier when he was on stage and he was like, we fine over here. That means stay out of our business. <laughs> That's hey, what man, that you know, he said he fine. He said it's just rumors. You know. I mean, I mean, yeah, look, Steve, his wife is beautiful. I, I, I can say that he has a, he, he definitely came up off a of majority. She definitely gave him a pep in his step with her, with her fashion, because the woman can dress her ass off. Exactly. And, and exactly. You, tell, you know, she put that on Steve because Steve used to wear them big ass suits and all them loud ass colors. And when he, you know, when him and Marjorie, Marjorie got together, man, he he fly. He's showing all off on social media and stuff like that. You know, you know all these different styles and stuff. So she's definitely dressing him very well. Well, well I think they I mean, both complement each other. You know, because uh, you, you, you they know. they do. They they she has complimented. You know each other, but and man, she I mean, won two hundred compliments. She won four hundred million. <laughs> so what's going? Okay, so hit me on what? Okay, so give me a, a little bit of snippet or as of to what you all are talking about. I got oh, a brief synopsis. Okay, so what? So what they saying is what they saying is old Steve, his wife stepped out. Supposedly, allegedly says that you know his bodyguard slash helper the chef has been giving her the goods after dinner time behind steve's back allegedly we don't know if it's true or not now they saying you know she wants a divorce so she wants her meat and eat it too what was that kick but she wants something and she wants Steve's she, money. She want like two hundred mil though. Like, yeah. I'm, I mean, you know, they've been how long they been together? That's a lot of money. And you don't a do lot anything. Of money. Two hundred million, ladies. Do you, you, you think Damn, she's I mean, for two hundred million. I mean, you think, you think she deserves two hundred million? Be I'm a, real. I, you know, I'm gonna keep Listen, I am keep it a hundred. And I know a lot of she people wasn't with him shooting in the gym. <laughs> I know I there's a lot of listeners that's listening to us right now that are not gonna like what I'm gonna say, but what you gonna I say? don't give two SHIs. Okay. Um, it is a quite a chunk. However, uh oh, Harvey's wife. First of all, you're the one that's allegedly stepped out on this man and doing the things that you're doing. And so, if he has Preach any kind of say so in this. Why are you feeling like you should be the one to ask him for anything? Because it's something that you did allegedly. Yes. Now we don't have any proof, yeah. but how dare you give to the media or the world that this is something that you're wanting from him when it's you that was caught doing something or her uh -huh. doing something? I'm confused. Mm. I'm so confused. Now, yeah, if like it were him, yeah, get that nigga. I don't care. I'm all for the one. I DC. But sister, it's you. You are the one. 
You Girl, what's wrong with you these You couldn't people control your meatness. You had to have more meat. Some Girl, people say I don't know anything they... about that. I don't know. I don't have any proof. But if indeed that were true, how dare you? Because she wouldn't like it if he did that to her. Well, allegedly he stepped out on her. That's allegedly what. I, I, I don't know. I, they, I ain't hear that. I haven't heard that. It's like say allegedly. I mean, that's what they saying in the divorce. That they said the divorce was filed in I think in July, in end of end of July, and allegedly it, he stepped out on her, and they having irreconcilable differences. So I, that's I'm what a, she's saying. Mm -hmm. But well, that is why I like to hear the the whole meat before I comment. Exactly. Because exactly. now that I heard your side, no, no, I have that, to take back what I said. But it's it's no, nothing confirming no. that. It's more confirming what she, she did. did. Exactly. What she it's did. Nothing with confirming the what he did. <laughs> the butler. Wow. Man, man, come on. How's that, man? You know, Steve and there they eating lamb chops all night long. The, you know, son, Steve. Steve go to bed. See you in the morning, boo. You know, and next thing you know, she's sneaking downstairs like she got milk and cookies and, you know, the chef just giving her nah, the I, I, tour of the kitchen. I don't think she ask... went that far. I, I, think, who... I don't think she did it while he was there. I think she, you know, she and, 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 and listen to this lyric. Okay, so, so what? But who did it oh, first? Oh, no, 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 listen, 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 no, no, no. Did he do it? I'm confused. I'm confused. Did he do it first? The or... chef, the, the chef, the chef is the one who turned her on to Steve. Now the bodyguard, the bodyguard. No, 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 listen. The bodyguard is the chef. Are he one person? <laughs> yes. He does it all. Uh. Not only does he clean cars, <laughs> he also wipes That's the walls. Fine. Guess what? I probably would wipe the walls too if they was paying me the kind of money that they're paying him. However, um, what I will say is that, I mean, what I will ask, who did it first. Who was the first stepper outer? I just made it up. Stepper outer. Stepper outer. <laughs> outer. Yeah, I just, that that. I just said step that. I just said that. Stepper outer. Mm -hmm. I just said it. Who was the yeah. first stepper outer? I mean, the way the way the story is blowing up all over the place, it looks like she is the allegedly person who started cool. it. Yeah, but why was she? file a divorce if you the one why would she be the one who filed if she was the one who got caught because she that knows Steve ain't going to make a spectacle out of it no 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 I don't I don't no no I disagree probably because when Steve stepped out on her initially initially because he was the first to, I guess allegedly to do it she did not report it and she probably felt a certain kind of way and she brushed it under the rug and so her opportunity came with the butler or whoever it is and she got weak vulnerable whatever the case may be we don't know you know what i'm saying Man, but at the end of the day <laughs> and maybe that listen it may be facts to that but the man can't be mad if the woman retaliates because of his prior behavior or his mm. previous behavior so guess what? Don't be mad at me because I did it. You did it already to me. And I'm doing it. Not that so, I meant so to do it. each one teach but the one? Is that what you're saying? Each one no, teach not. one? No, no, no. It's not. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is the opportunity presented itself. I felt weak. I felt prey. I was weak. 
I'm, I'm human just like he was. And it presented itself, and I fell short of the glory of God. Listen, okay. love, I okay. listen. I move upon whatever God tells me to do, right? So, oh, I'm, I am led by the Spirit. Now, I'm not going to ever say that God condones the bad behavior, but sometimes I feel like that is God talking to me at that moment. And so I just God did not tell you take your drugs off. I understand that. And listen, I, no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> love, love, love. Listen, I'm not saying that. But what I do feel is that there are some things in our human nature behavior that we feel like we are led. Now I'm not saying that 100% that was factual of God. Exactly. And I get it. But she's weak. She's a human being. And so she felt prey. Listen to my words. She felt prey the glory of God. I mean, she felt prey and she was weak and so vulnerable and all of those things. And she did it. Guess what? I probably would have did that shit. Now, there's a lot of things that I would never do, but how can I say that if I've never been put in that position or situation in my life? Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, man. That's an interesting note. I'm real. Listen, one thing about LB, I come through with the one, too. I am real. I am transparent, and I keep it 1,000. So, listen, I'm going to say things that women going to like and men going to like. I'm going to say things that men going not going to like and women not going to like. I keep it 1,000. Exactly. Should he, should so guess what? We don't her? know. Why not? Her? She forgave him. Why not? She forgave him. But what if he didn't do anything? What if she didn't do anything? How do we have? Do we don't have any proof, love? You just said it's allegedly in the beginning it's of the allegedly, allegedly, but some right. Somebody you know, spilled no the somebody, somebody spilled the beans. <laughs> you know, somebody, somebody in that house, somebody leaked this. Somebody spilled the beans. Mm. It could have been the goddamn, it could be him. He could be so in love with this woman that he wanted to ruin everything, Steve. Steve cheat on his, didn't Steve cheat on her with his wife? No. Steve cheated on her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheated with his ex-wife, where, yeah, yeah, he did. So people have said, like, oh, this is his karma, and it is like that for doing this, doing this ex-wife, not giving her any money. You know, she, you know, she'd been on a couple of podcasts talking about, how wrong he did her, you know, he really didn't have a good relationship with his kids and stuff like that. And he admitted it. I mean, Steve has admitted, but look at look look at Steve's past. Look where he has came from to where he is at now. This man used to be homeless like Tyler Perry. You know, I mean homeless, living out of his car. And to the to the big mogul he is now, you know, this is like a slap in the face, like, cause he puts his wife on this high pedestal damn near next to jesus so for for this to happen to this man if he didn't do anything for this to happen to this man man this is this is gonna he's gonna step agree, away for a while he's gonna step away for a while i agree but professor we don't have no proof love we don't yeah. have none yet the you proof is saying? in the chef's pudding <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will come out soon but you know I just wanted to touch light on that because, you know, it's been all over the news. And I'm like, somebody had to say something about Steve. Or maybe it could be a hoax. Maybe they could be writing a new book. It is big publicity. You know, he is the, the I guess he's the, the women's guru telling telling women how to come up on men and things of that nature. It could be, it could be all. It know, could be a whole hoax. A it hoax. could be that. Just, Very just much so. Money. You know, it exactly. could be. 
No, very much so. Because I mean, if it is, it's going to work. If it is, and he put out a book or something like that, oh, it's going to sell. Or she put out something, oh, it's going to sell. That's just more money that they'll be making together. Absolutely. So, I, so it's interesting, you know, for what's going on, you know, with Steve. I mean, I like Steve Harvey. You know what I mean? I'm I not do too. Really listen, listen, big, big. I do too. I, you know, I, I think he's funny in some ways. I don't know how he became a judge and all this other shit that he do, but, hey, you hey. know, I like him on Family Feud and things of that. But, uh, but yeah, this is this is one that's going to be in for the books. So <laughs> let me just say this to you real, real quick, Professor. It is very easy for you to become something that you've never even thought or fathomed in your life when you have a whole lot of publicity behind you and you have a whole lot of driven influencers behind you and you've made a mark and broken to the, a whole nother avenue in life that you've never even thought you would fathom being a part of. It is very possible for anything to happen. You understand? Mm. Whether it's bad or good. So that is why he become the judge and the other things that you know we wouldn't even think about right and even you know even sort in our minds that he would even partake in you know what i'm saying because of what i just said prior it's not difficult when you have that kind of money and you that kind of influential background when you break into certain avenues in your career anything is possible it's on you and how you react to it and what you decide to do with it. Never that's forget right. that. That's right. Well, we, never, we will never, definitely ever. keep this story posted because it's all over social media. But, you know, this is some of the distractions that they put out there. I mean, I know y'all saw how Donald Trump rolled down in Atlanta like a gangster. And honestly, what they're saying is Donald Trump Donald Trump is, is going to get a lot of the black vote just because of he went to jail again. Like, honestly, what's going on right now? I honestly do see Donald Trump winning again. I really oh, do see him. Y'all didn't see the black people got, out there when he's getting locked up. The black people. Yeah, I, I, I really do. I mean, because what's going on with you know Sleepy Joe? I mean, Joe is looking like he 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 can just pass away any 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 Man. time right now right right know? right now we about to we, we're going through something and it was, everything's going on distracting you it's it's, it's 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 so much stuff going on in the world i agree yeah you got this donald trump yes, thing going i on. agree you got this steve harvey thing going on but what we need to be focused on january that first money. the bricks the That's bricks right. is coming people don't know what bricks means Brazil, Russia, India, India China, China, South Africa. <laughs> and they That's just signed on Saudi Arabia. I AD, agree. With AEU. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Even Mexico's trying to join. So all those trips we used to go on, all inclusive this, all inclusive that, that's going to be shut out. It'll still be inclusive, but it's going to be at a higher rate. <laughs> A very high rate. It's going to be so much of a high rate. Like what I'm hearing is like so. Saudi Arabia, basically, you know, they made the Reagan made a treaty with them, and the treaty went like we're going to come and you know, uh, democratize your your uh, your 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 country and get everything right, and in turn, 
you are only going to use the petrol dollar, which is our dollar, to uh, make deals. So they're breaking away from that. So all the oil that we used to get, imagine come January 1st when it's time to cut your gas on because it's so cold. You can't even put oil. Come on now. What's going to happen? It's going to be cold. But you're going to have high-ass yeah, gas bill. We're going to do a podcast <laughs> on bricks current on, on the BRICS currency because yeah. um, a lot of yes. people don't know how serious this is yeah. to the American dollar. That BRICS currency is 55 to so one dollar <laughs> that's crazy. wow you know how much a so, soda gonna cost I wonder. What, what is it in mm-hmm. what is it what is the american dollar in jamaica maybe something like booty of bricks what is <laughs> that's how um, it's gonna be so, <laughs> so it's hard well, to be so, in vegas now it's not <laughs> so the american value dollar for jamaica has definitely decreased so I don't even want to put it out there because it decreased and amazing. If my family heard me tell you, they would curse me out right now. So I can't because it decreased immensely. So just know that it decreased like tremendously. I can't go to get your chicken no more. Yeah. Just let me just, yeah, for those words, you know, for those reasons. Well, we're going to get into that British currency. We're going to do a podcast on that. But I want to make sure everybody that's Definitely. listening to make sure they download that 18 Wheels free app and check out that 18 Wheels store. You can go to 18wheelsstore.com. Lover boy, you got them sports, man. What, what, is our, what are the teams doing out here? Because it's football season. I'm ready for some football, Woo! man. It's at least something uh, that's going to bring us no. back to reality. Yeah, back to life, back to life. We need that. Yes, 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 y'all. You already know what time it is. If you don't know, it's woo, football time. Yes, this was the end of the season. I'm talking about preseason because next week, oh, man, I'm telling you, you better be in those seats. You better be glued to a tube or you better be in somebody's stadium. But let's find out what happened. Starting on Thursday, the coach took on the Eagles. Woo, the coach 27, the Eagles, third team. Woo! Garner Minshew up the Colts. He was 9-11, 102 yards with one TD. Anthony Richardson, he had five carries for 38 yards. And Will Malloy, he had two receptions for 48 yards. Let's talk about those birds, though. Tanner McKee, he was 19 of 34, 158 yards. Trey Sherman, he had 16 carries for 30 yards with one TD. And Deion Kane, he had six receptions for 62 yards, and the Eagles go down. Next game, the Browns took on the Chiefs. Woo, dog, pound, dog, pound. I'm talking about if you don't know who those Browns are, man, the Browns came to take care of their business, and that's what they do. That is what they do. I couldn't believe it. The Browns, the Chiefs, it was one of those games. And you had to be there to see it. It was a close one. The Browns 32. Those Chiefs 33. Oh, man. No. No Pat Mahomes. But, man, it was a close game. Let's get into it. Kelly Mon, he was 10 of 19. 93 yards with two TDs. John Kelly, he had six carries. 90 yards with one TD. And Amari Cooper, he had one reception. 52 yards. Let's talk about those Chiefs. Blaine Gabbard. 10 of 18, 169 yards with two TDs. And D. Prince, uh, he had 12 curves 
45 yards, and Imar Marset, four receptions, 161 yards with one TD. Next game, the Bengals took on those commanders. The Bengals, 19. The commanders, 21. Watch what I'm talking about. Trevion Seaman, yeah. <laughs> Trevion Seaman, yeah. 14 to 23 yards, 133. Chess Brown, he had 11 courage for 39 yards. And Sharik Jackson, three receptions, 56 yards, one TD. Let's talk about those commanders, because, man, we're going to be commanding everything come next Sunday. Jake Frum, he had 13 of 18, 144 yards with two TDs. Chris Rodriguez, seven courage, 52 yards. And Mitchell Tinsley, three receptions, 89 yards with two TDs. Let's talk about this next game. The Raiders taking on the Cowboys. The Raiders, 16. Cowboys, 31. Finally getting the win in preseason. Okay, Ooh, okay, up to them. okay, okay. Aiden O'Connell of the Raiders. He was 17 and 26, 178 yards. And Darian Williams, he had six courage, 54 yards with one TD. Christian Wilson, he had six receptions for 122 yards. Let's talk about those Cowboys. Cowboys, Will Greer, he was 29, 35, 305 in the air with two TDs. Hunter Luque, he had 15 courage for 58 yards. And Tyron Johnson, five receptions, 90 yards. Here come some more notable games that happened in the NFL. Broncos versus the Rams. Broncos 41 obliterated the Rams with nothing. Texans 17 over the Saints who had 13. Dolphins faced off against the Jags. Dolphins 18. Jags 31. The Ravens took on the Bucks. Ravens 20. Bucks 26. The Jets took on the Giants. Jets 32. Giants 24. And the Cards took on the Vikes. Cards 18. Vikings 17. Here goes three of my games that I got my pick happening and going down next week. The Browns will take on those Cincinnati Bengals. I'm rolling with the Browns. The Giants are taking on the Cowboys. I'm going with those G-Men. And the Commanders will take on the Cardinals. I'm going with the Commanders. Join me next week. Same time, same sport channel. I'm out. Give it up for that boy to the innovator with some sports. And as everybody knows, this is Black Owned Business Month. And before we get into this podcast, we got our girl, Miss Nay, the traveling doula, coming up after Lyric B give you some of them beauty tips. Lyric B, what you got for us, girl? Hey, my beauties and gents. Ew, this is LB coming through with the one, two, as usual. I'm going to drop a nugget on my ladies and my gents, my divas and my devos. I've had a few people that I've met over the course of this three-day event that I had at my job that talked about beauty. They talked about beauty and they were so lost as, as to what beauty is or what they think beauty is really about. Beauty is not just a physical thing, right? Um, and not just something that you see visually, right? And so... I had to break it down to them to let them know, and I'm gonna let you all know as well. I'm gonna drop it. Just a quick, quick gem. Beauty comes in three different forms, okay? You have physical beauty, which pertains to like your height, your weight, you know, physical nature, like to whatever you were born with, right? Whatever God blessed you with, if you believe in him, or whoever you believe in is your higher power, right? 
And so the second thing is aesthetic. Aesthetic is the least important. However, it is a big part of who you are, you know? You don't want someone to find you beautiful just because of how you look aesthetically because beauty comes, like I said, in three different forms. My personal opinion, okay? Um, and so that is the aesthetic part of beauty. The third but not least is called transcendental. That is the truth. Beauty is the truth. So meaning beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. Mm -hmm. So whoever you're talking to, dating, whatever the case may be, find you beautiful in whichever way that they define your beauty to be. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be a physical thing, right? Um, or a height thing or whatever the case may be. It doesn't necessarily mean it has to be an aesthetic thing. It could just be because of your personality. You know what I mean? Because of what you do for that person. You know what I'm saying? Because of what you mean to that person. Because of how much the person can benefit from you. Listen, now <laughs> listeners, don't get it wrong because I say benefit. Listen, don't take benefit in the wrong way, right? Because for me, if you're in my life as a man and you're not beneficial to me, you're no use to me. Why? Because I am beneficial to you. I know I can be beneficial to you. So that means you're a beautiful soul to me. So it's more than just the physical appearance. It's more than what people think that it is when it comes to beauty. So I don't want to go too deep into this, but I just wanted to drop the three definitions of the forms of beauty. That is physical, mm. aesthetically, and transcendental. Those are all the th forms of beauty. In the case you don't know, I want to put that out there in the atmosphere, what it is. And I gave that on my event for my job, what beauty is. Mm. Because guess what? I am in the aesthetics field. I am, I am beauty <laughs> in all ways, in all forms. But I'm more than what meets the eye. So that's not just for me, but that's for man and woman. So this is LB coming to you through with the one suit as usual. Give <laughs> mm, it that. up for Lyric B with the beauty tips. Of so that means you can be beautiful and be a beast at the same time. Uh -huh. <laughs> I hear that. All right, all right. Beautiful. Hey. <laughs> all right, boy. Well, without further ado. I'm gonna bring in uh, one of our own. This girl does it all. Jobs on I top mean, of jobs, awesome. getting it done. But Tish, she's gonna come on the scene and show us something new indeed. Not only can she push that freight, but she also maybe help you push out something. Bring it on <laughs> in. The traveling doula. Hey, hey, Woo! Great, great, great. I don't know what to call you now. Great, name, man. You got, no, no, we're going to call it a pusher. You got all the aliens. You say everything is great. Everything yeah. is great. Yeah. Push a pusher. You're pushing, it's always pushing. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Capital P. So tell us, Freight, what, what is this traveling doula? What, what, is, hey, what a, is this? What is a doula? <laughs> what is it? So to speak a little bit about a doula, because some people get doulas and midwives um, mixed up. But as a doula, we're trained professionals who provide emotional 
physical and informational support to women. So if it's either before your pregnancy, during your pregnancy, after your pregnancy, we are, we're just kind of like the advocate. Hmm. That's interesting. Hey, how did you get it? To, what made you want to become the, the tribal doula. doula? Right, I have questions as well. <laughs> <laughs> so what actually made me want to get into becoming a doula is I have a sister. Um, she has three children. And her first child, she had a doula. And I was like, what is a doula? And at the time, like, I was always intrigued about birth and about um, the reproductive system. But... I didn't know about how I could help in birth without becoming a nurse or a doctor or a practitioner or something like that. So I just was like, okay, well, she came and told me about it. I was like, let me look into it. So I looked into it. I didn't actually really get into it until I moved to Georgia. So once I got into it, once I moved to Georgia, that's when I really started looking into it. I found out that doula ticket paid for insurance and just the overall help that they provide to the community. And I was like, that's something that I would actually love to do. Hmm. So you enjoy it? Like, what's the most thing that, like, what do you enjoy the most about doing it? Helping people, like, I've always been the type in, no matter what I do, because I have done so many different things, um, I really enjoy helping people. And to bring a child into the world, like, to see a mom be able to experience her most traumatic times in a beautiful way, like, I wanted to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Help out. So, first time. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Frank Pushaker. <laughs> um so you know i gotta come through um so because i i have never ever so call me be in the bushes i don't know i don't care what you want to say about your girl but and i may be um because i haven't had that kind of exposure right i'm not embarrassed to say so so i don't know so if you don't know you ask right of course. i've never ever heard of a trap a doula period I don't even know when you explain to the listeners and saying just like the experience of being able to help people, you know, when they deliver their babies, like I'm still kind of lost because I don't know anything about it, you know? And it's you know crazy. what I'm saying? It's really crazy that you say that, Lyric, because a lot of our people don't really know about doulas and the benefits that they bring to our people, especially because when you look at the medical field of what women with children receive in the african-american community alone we don't get the best of treatment and services and we have a lot of fatalities with mm -hmm. hospital births and just uneducated mothers having children not really knowing their rights what they can do what they can't do like right. a lot of people don't know that you know though the hospital has rules you also have laws that cover you and your rights to your child so like for instance um you'll have moms that go to the hospital and they want to have a natural birth but by the mm -hmm. time they have their baby they have a cesarean and they don't know that mm -hmm. a lot of times when they're taking these epidurals and pitocin mm -hmm. what it actually does to the baby and the whole money making to the system of the hospital so mm -hmm. i like to tell people it's a really good movie that you should watch which is called the business of birth it really explains to you like from actual health professionals 
what they know about childbirth and how it actually goes. And one of the questions that they asked them was, how many vaginal births did they do? And all of the physicians looked at each other and was like, we don't really do that. Because they give these epidurals and if you don't have the baby in a certain amount of time, naturally, then they say, oh, we gotta give you Pitocin. And what that does to the baby's heart rate is they put that puts the baby's heart rate really elevated. And then they'll say, oh, well, the baby's in distress and we have to do a cesarean. But it's really because you took all of these medications that you didn't even know what effect it was doing. Yes, it made you in less pain, but what did it really do for the baby? Mm. Okay, so, so, cause I don't want to lose my train of thought, cause I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm intrigued. So mm-hmm. now that you explain this to me, so how, where do you fall in this? So you being a traveling doula, where do you fall in your explanation to me about? what you just explained to me what what do you do so how do you help something like this so from doulas we help with like massages we help with providing information so for instance if you have a mom who comes to you and maybe she's 20 weeks and she doesn't really know how to prepare her body we start helping her to walk to start doing different stretches that are going to help open up her pelvis so that when she is having her birth, her birth isn't so painful. Another thing we're going to tell her is a lot of times when you're having birth at a hospital, what, a, what position are most women in? They're laying down. And that's not really the most optimal position to be in when you're having childbirth. It's really to be straight up and squatting because you're gonna open your pelvis and not only are you gonna open your pelvis, but the gravity alone is gonna help direct your baby downward. But in hospitals, they don't tell you that. So that's why when you see the TV shows, most births look so traumatic. Like most women that don't have doulas don't really know the rights that they have. Like when your baby comes out and you know, the like the white coating of Vermex that's on your baby, a lot of people don't know that you shouldn't wash that all. Hmm. Oh wow! So, so your position, because I'm so like detailed. Like I'm, I'm, I want to get into all of this. Like I'm real deep, right? So, so for me, your position. So your position in all of this is to advise the actual woman that's giving birth to a child the right way. Is what you're saying? Okay. So quick question. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. You're you're not in the room when it's going down you just getting them prepared correct no um, you so are. a lot of times you do give the moms that they have the options so you may have some moms that just want you to assist them with different okay. um techniques to help them with comfort measure you may and your role as a doula don't get it confused your role as a doula is not to come in and like totally take over the birth you're there to advocate you're there to make sure because most women when you're going through labor you're not thinking about none of the stuff that you probably said three weeks before about having a vaginal birth because you're in pain so you want whatever the quickest way easiest way so as a doula you're there to advocate make sure that the mom is getting the services that she agreed and said that she wanted you're making sure that she's getting the proper treatment that the doctors are aware of her wants and her desire for her birth. And you're there to provide the information for her of the things that she don't, she doesn't know, or maybe resources that she may need that, because most doulas, some doulas have different certifications. So like for me, I am certified in birth, postpartum, loss and bereavement, infertility. I have childbirth educator. 
and then I also have lactation. So you can deliver a baby if it. If no, it so you can't okay. deliver a baby. Say you were dropping babies too, Frank. Whoa. <laughs> no, so midwives are normally midwives normally work close uh -huh. with doulas because the midwives provide the medical side. You provide more of the informational comfort measure side. Okay. So how do you have to deal with that with uh with the you know with COVID protocols and things of that nature? It's like. Is it so up to the mother or is it's, it? So it's a little bit of both. So like some hospitals during COVID had it where you had a certain amount of people. Now you may have a, a mom who says she just wants her doula in there. Like I've had a mom who says she didn't want to have her mom in the room because she felt like her mom was going to be pushy and trying to tell her how to do it. And she really had a really set way that she wanted to have her birth she didn't want to have any medication um so she wanted to have a vaginal birth mm -hmm. what did you say i said she's a soldier well she was she's like 20 years old so she's young she was like i want to have a natural birth um she said she didn't want to do the eye drops um that they do she she wanted to do the vitamin k um, but it was certain things that she didn't want to do, certain people that she didn't want to have in the room. So mm -hmm. as a doula, we sit down, we come up with a plan of exactly what is your ideal birth. And then once we come up with what's your ideal birth, then we also kind of communicate to them that, you know, you do have to be flexible because things things happen, but we want to have as least interventions as possible. So she chose to labor at home. She didn't want to go into the hospital until she was actually ready to birth. I, I commend so, women who can give give birth because that yes. I, I've seen it firsthand. It's most the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. It's, <laughs> but Beautiful. I swear to God, it's the most disgusting thing I've seen in my life. But it is amazing <laughs> to watch to see a whole human come out of a of a of a woman. That's it's it's just oh. something else. And you know, and after you see that, honestly, that's so what after what you, you see all that, that's crazy. Yeah, it is yeah. one of those crazy things. You go for it. Uh, you, you you saw it too. You saw it too, lover boy. No, nah, I'm just saying when, when when you see when you see that happening, you know things oh. go on your mind. You like oh, look oh, at the oh. kid, the baby. It's, it's a beautiful situation. You know what I'm saying? But man, that's beautiful. Leave it at that. Hey, Fred, I had a question. Sure. I, I had a, um, what is a birth center? So a birth center, I love birth centers. So a lot of birth centers, um, women who like to do like, um, what is it called? Pool births. Uh -huh. A lot of them go to birth centers because birth centers have a lot more options. Um, birth centers work with a lot of midwives. And then a lot of times with birth centers, they're partnered with doulas as well that they like have in-house doulas, in-house midwives. And you can come there and you can totally birth your way. Like they don't intervene. They just, it's like a, a place you can come. They have the room. They have all the tools that's needed and you can just birth your way however you choose. What's so that's the when they're like in water, so, like they do like the bathtubs. Yeah, why? Well, mm -hmm. why? Why do women 
prefer to have babies in water. I was just about to, like, yeah. Like. <laughs> we so like, it is very um, water, just like when you're in pain. Like, you know, have, have you ever, with sports, a lot of times after sports, you want to go to water because it's water therapy. And it's kind of the same with um, birthing in a pool. It helps to soothe as well. Um, a lot of women like it because the pressure that they get in their back, it gives a lot of release in your back. Um, so a lot of women do choose to do water births. And if they don't do an actual water birth, some women choose to at least um, labor in the pool. And they may birth outside of the pool. Hmm. So, so, so is that, the, so is there, mm -hmm, go ahead, Lamar. What are some of the things you suggest for a first time mom having a baby in the hospital? Well, if you are a first time mom, I suggest for you to get a doula, um, just because they have the resources, they definitely are educated, they have the knowledge, um, they have different breathing techniques acupuncture techniques, rebozo techniques. They're very well educated and they are there to make you feel more empowered in your birth. So I would suggest having a plan. That would be my next thing to do a birth plan. Some people call it a birth preference. Um, and that's just having a written down guideline to how you see your perfect birth. So that way your support team can be there to make sure they can advocate for you when you're not in the in the best position to advocate for yourself. Um, my next thing would be to communicate that with your health care provider before birth, because a lot of times you'll get to the hospital and if you try to communicate it then, it can get lost. Because then sometimes you may have doctors that don't believe in those techniques or don't do those different things. So. You want to make sure that you do communicate that ahead of time what your plans are so that you can make sure you guys are both on the same page or if maybe you need to get a different provider then you can seek those options um my next thing is don't just eat anything and make sure to prepare your body the the earlier you prepare your body for birth the better off you are in labor so i like to say make sure you have some breathing techniques down definitely have some different things that you like, like maybe fruits or different things. Just make sure you have that on hand um, and, and prepare yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally because it is a process, but it can be a beautiful thing. Now, getting a doula, is it, is it expensive to get I'm a doula? To, I mean, do you accept in, insurance? Is, do you accept like insurance? Is it part of how, how, how does a doula get paid? Sessions? <laughs> So um, it can be expensive. It depends on the state that you're in. Um, I think right now we have like 12 states that have approved for doulas to be um, paid for through Medicaid. I know DC is one of those states. Maryland is one of those states. There's a couple of other states um, that they do pay for. Now I will say in those states that pay for it through Medicaid, they don't pay as much as you could to privately charge but it can it can range it just depends on what services they're providing like for me i have different packages and i have a more skilled pricing and my reason for that was because my audience of women are young women um 
that don't really know about birth, that don't have those resources. So I wanted to make sure that it was affordable as well for them. Um, for, so for me, I do charge a deposit up front, um, and then they just have to have the remaining of it paid before their 30 seconds. Have you had any situations where the fathers want to join in to help? I want to be a doula. Like, no, I was like, say, as a like doula, learning. As, your, as a doula, like when you do have a mom that has a significant other or does have a support team, your biggest job is to really try to provide the knowledge to them. Because of course, you know, it's better to have someone that you know you're familiar with, that you're comfortable with supporting you. So as doulas, you make sure that the support team has the knowledge. So as well as you're going out, when you're going to your prenatal visits with your mom, you're making sure that the dad is there or whoever her support team is there. So you're providing them the education. So that way in labor, you're kind of there to support them all. And if sometimes, you know, you may have a dad that's like, oh no, I didn't know it was gonna be this bad. Then you're yeah. there to reassure him and you're maybe step in and assist. <laughs> do you well, have, um, what do you offer when they're doing postpartum? Like what are your services doing postpartum? So my postpartum services um, consist of helping with pumping, um, providing mom the correct, if she uses flanges, some moms may be breastfeeding. If they're breastfeeding, make sure making sure that they're properly breastfeeding, um, making sure that they have the proper knowledge about postpartum care, how to cleanse their self, um, different creams that they can use to help with soothing their pain areas, depending on the cesarean or if they had vaginal birth. Um, I help with overnight care. So a lot of moms... A lot, um, a lot of women are like overwhelmed when they come home, they're not sleeping. So as a postpartum doula, I come out to make sure that I can provide whatever they need to support their family. So if that's just someone to help them with getting the baby bathed for bed, whatever the support they need. Um, sometimes I'm cooking meals for them, um, be doing light house duty work. It just depends on what their exact care is needed for. So you could be with a woman for about oh. a year. <laughs> so normally hey. with my postpartum care, I like to tell the moms I'm there for, um, so two weeks is included after they have the baby. Uh -huh. Two weeks is included with their postpartum. So I'll come out once a week for two weeks, once or twice a week for two weeks. And then if they want to pay for additional time, they can pay for additional time. But it's really just a check-in, make sure they have the knowledge they need, make sure you're supporting them during those first important hours. So great. Can I ask you something? Go ahead, Lamont. Sure. The good thing is that I guess you're reaching out uh, and your, your uh, audience that you're looking for is those young moms because what I found out with a lot of these young moms, you know, they, they're they're just babies having babies. And now mm -hmm. we got someone like you in this field and you just, man, gonna teach them well and help them lead the way because it uh, seems like you got it going on and uh, you got to teach these youth because somebody got to teach them. They need help. And yeah, like my last mom, she was, like I said, 20 years old and 
um, she was like, I don't know. Like my doctor's telling me I have to have a C-section, but I really don't want a C-section. And then my job as her doula is to tell her what she needs to do, what questions you need to ask the doctor, you know, um, why is it that he's telling you that? And what can we, if we didn't do what he's telling you, what is the worst case scenario? We ought to challenge them because a lot of times all the doctor is thinking about is what way he can get the most money. And everybody knows C-sections are the most money. So they don't care about what you want to do, how you want to have a vaginal birth. They're just trying to get the baby out. So your job as a mom is to question that, to be your child's support to be your child's mouth because your child doesn't have a voice for themselves. So you have to challenge and make sure that the things that they are telling you is need based and not just something they want you to do. So they told her she needed to have a, a C-section because her baby was going to be 10 pounds. But at the time she was like 34 weeks and she was like seven pounds, her baby was seven pounds. And I'm like, no. And I'm like, even if he is, if she is 10 pounds, you can still push her out. And the doctor didn't want her to do it, but she did it. So, and she was able to have a healthy baby girl. So just being able, and she wind up saying, Miss May, if I didn't have you there, I probably would have had the C-section because I was so scared. They were telling me like, do you want your baby to die in there? And I didn't know. So having you there to support me and challenge them, it helped her to have the experience that she wanted. I love it, I love it, that's beautiful, that's beautiful. So how are people able, so for those that don't know about a doula, and those that don't, that don't know about you and the position that you hold as a doula, how do they contact you? How, how are they able to find out about the services you provide in the area, as you said earlier, that we as a people don't really know too much about what a traveling doula is? Because I had no idea, you know? So how do people like myself, you know, become to know like about you, what you provide, and for those that are out there. Like um, this is real. This is serious. So I have a website. My website is www.freedomdoula.com. Hello, great, you there? Yeah. So my website is www.freedomdoula.com, and then. Um, people can also hit me up on my Instagram page. Is at freedom So they can they can they can book all for your website. Yep, or they, they can book. They can reach out. They can look into the different services. I provide newborn photography services, um, as well as postpartum care, labor care. I do so my. Um, study of doula care is holistic. I'm more of a holistic doula. I, um, that's just my belief. So uh, with a lot of people that come to me, I work with a lot of herbs and different things that are not. Hmm. And you take pictures of the babies too? Yeah, you see my picture. You see my picture. <laughs> hey, you're you going to be called pusher because you're definitely pushing it through. Like, that's what's up. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. Getting it in. This is interesting because I, I never knew what a doula was until you actually put I've never even heard the word before. This, I, honestly, I've never I, I heard thought it was like a, like I thought it was like a midwife, but now we know what a doula is. I don't. 
Well, that's sure. good. You, I mean, at least you have more of an understanding, but we had none. <laughs> <laughs> See, what it is, so I that's great. That's great. You got those fathers making oh, deals with those. You got those fathers making deals with those doctors. Like, look, man, had that C. Why is the C section more expensive? Why? Why is the C section more expensive? Because it's surgery. Say that again. You see that? Why is the C-section more expensive? Is it because of surgery? Yeah, you know how many layers of skin? Most women don't even know when they get a C-section that they're cutting through seven layers of their skin. Mm, nice. Well, y'all can wow. have that. <laughs> you know, anytime they cutting somebody open, they charging some money for it. Well, Sounds I was sweet. told, so Frank, so can I ask you a question? I was told that if you have twins, that that's the most money that they make when you have twins and triplets yep. um, in the hospitals. Is that yep. so? Yep, yep, yep. It's multiple And babies. the government gives like more money to them and things like that. Like yep. I, I've heard that like by people that I know that had, you know, twins and yep. things like that. And I was like, no, that's no, that's impossible. Like, how do you all get to treat somebody else different because they had one child and now this person had two kids because it was the twins? Like, I didn't understand that. So is that factual? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. How, have you have you dealt with someone that had twins before? I yep. mean, are they that they're having twins? Yes. It was it, you know. Wow. Worse, you know, dealing with two babies in the stomach than one. I mean, I, I I've never been around a person that had twins before, so I'm kind of intrigued at how how a woman deals with two carrying two babies and. Uh, and what you have to go through, because I'm sure she's got to be in a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah, she got like a never-ending story. It's it, it, it something, you know. We we as men, if we was to be able to have kids, we would fail tremendously. Because you know, all, all we know is that they come out and, and you raise them and stuff. So no, to hear, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That's all we know. All you all know is to, is to put it in. And leave it in. They come out. They could put it I in, let it ride, and they come out nine like months later. Movie and somebody spoiling it for you, like, oh, man, you're ruining the best part. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we know. Uh, put it in, let it in, and then they... Exactly. Later on, nine months later, they come out. Exactly. And then you raise them. Look what I did. But a man would fail tremendously. If men, would have, if men could have kids, men... Men wouldn't last, you know, because y'all go through a lot in those nine months of, you know, to getting ready to birth. Yes, I appreciate the fact that you can understand that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you see a hands-on, you've been around someone, someone and watched them go from, you know, one month to nine months. You know, the the emotional stages, the eating and the sleeping and just uh, just everything and then you know it's a lot that's on a woman and then afterwards what is that the postpartum part the afterwards is, is even don't, don't even worse me. at times you know you gotta wait <laughs> leave me alone and that you did this to me absolutely that's true <laughs> listen and that's the reason why you all men should respect us as women you just said it you just said it that's why you all should respect us as women Oh yeah, I get the utmost respect for birthing out a human being out your ass. Come on now, you get the utmost. 
utmost respect for that because absolutely it's just like a magic what man man could do that <laughs> well it's just like a magic trick. i don't know what man could do that but some probably try well that is the reason why god would hire power to those that don't believe in the god i do but for those that don't um that's why it's definite to know that there's a higher power that created us as women you understand and he didn't create you all to be that way and for you all's body to be able to handle what we handle and that's why a man should always treat a woman to a certain level degree of respect because it's us that give you all birth we're the reasons why you're here you're a man here because of us that god gave us you know our wounds to be able to give birth to our children that is not true we're the reason you're <laughs> that is we gave you a wow rib. So, Freight, let me ask you one one more question before we go. Uh, these these uh, these new things that's coming out where they're uh, taking kids and they making artificial birthing wounds. Do you know anything about that? So I've heard about it, but I haven't. I yeah, haven't yeah, yeah. Been looking into it, but I have heard um, in the doula community about it, but I haven't really looked into it myself. Yeah, I'm interested to learn about that. When you get some information on that, because it's basically—I wonder like, if that's mean, real. You know, it is. They have mm -hmm. a. They have well, a matter of fact. I'm sorry. It, they did because they just had a um, transgender who um, on one of the doulas that I follow, um, and they had an artificial. Yeah. So they're basically wow. saying that they're gonna be able to breed ba breed babies without a woman. And that men are going to be able to have babies. No, yeah. no, no, no. Wait, I'm sorry. What did you say? And that men will be able to have babies. Men will what? be able to. How are the men going to have babies from where? Their prostate? That's impossible. Frank. Yeah. Ain't nothing impossible no, these days. Nothing impossible. Ain't nothing impossible. Just like them aliens that gonna be knocking at your door tonight. Ain't nothing impossible. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Real funny. Alien doulas. No, no, and no. Doulas came from the ancient Greece back in the 1960s. The original word came meant slave. The word slave. What was that slave word? Get over here. Because it it was meant as like back in the day they said women would be like servants to the pregnant women. They would wash them, they would feed them, they would totally like care for them. And they had really, that's why they say we don't need so many interventions. We didn't have all of these hospitals back in the day. But there's just no way that a man is gonna be able to have a child. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm, I mean, unless he's a robot. I'm just, I don't, this is no way. Like where is it Look, gonna be? If a man where? getting his penis cut off now, if a man is getting his penis cut off now, boy, 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 man, I can see it. I can see it happen. <laughs> you know, I don't know how it will happen, but I can see somebody is is in some lab somewhere testing something out eventually. Yeah. I don't know why a man would want to have a baby, but yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. That's the it. Same reason, yeah, that's the, same. the same reason they would want to be a woman. That's what I'm saying. That that right there makes it the question. Yeah, I, I really do feel that it. It's just it, like it put your jeans on backwards. 
I, I, I don't. I, yeah. <laughs> that want to be interesting. But this was um, definitely an educational podcast because everybody definitely. on this podcast learned something tonight with our girl Mila Frank yes. Pusher. Always we appreciate you coming break. on and Nate, give them one more hit where they can hit you and reach you if they in need of your services. So if you're looking for me, you can find me at www.freedomdoula.com or you can hit me on my Instagram at freedom.ladydoula. All right. With well, oh, everybody my. who missed this podcast, make sure y'all check it out on all major platforms and cooling Samsung podcast. Make sure y'all check out that Samsung podcast and give us a like on Instagram and tell Miss Nay we sit y'all. So we want to thank everybody who came into this podcast and we will see you guys on next Monday. Yeah. Yeah. See you, ladies and gents.